1: Tuesday Albuquerque, uh, you know what that means, it means the boys are here, uh, I am Fred Slow, Van's not here, okay, I mean, <laughs> every day, it's, it's another day, every day is another day, sitting in for Van Dunley. I don't even know why I say sitting in. Part of the show, Robert Buck D. Gibson. Hey, Rob- I like that. Robert, how are you?
2: I am great. I'm so glad that you were the first one to have to say what today was because I clearly forgot. You forgot today was Tuesday. Yes, I did. If I was had to say that, I would have said a completely different day. Is
3: that? How, how is, about a Taco Tuesday? No one's less. Yeah, there
2: we what go. About that?
1: Also, is that because four days ago uh, marijuana became legal
3: in the state of New Mexico, and that's why you has <laughs> been flying off the shelf? I, I,
2: I think I may be the only one that is indifferent to that. I so I don't smoke weed. Yeah, I'm not. It didn't move my needle at all.
1: I need I need to smoke weed.
2: You're like me. You you talk a good game. One day, <sighs> phone's ringing already. <laughs> if you, if, you, if you're like me, if you do it, you'll be done. You'll be no good for a week. Yeah. Yeah. I just My tolerance is super low.
1: Bad. The state's tolerance for five and a half million dollars over the weekend is real high. Yes. Real
2: high. Cha ching.
1: What's higher? The state of New Mexico hmm. or the amount of taxes raised through marijuana sales?
2: Ooh. They're
1: both very high.
2: I'm gonna say the state because we're not Factoring in the people who are selling it on the street still.
1: <laughs> Talking about self self made men as yeah. they're
2: called in rap albums. Too. Yeah, exactly.
1: Back from vacation, back to the program, back to being part of our lives. Mike Vital, congrats on surviving your vacation.
3: Back, 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 gone. That's Hey.
1: That's baseball talk. There we go. We Got a lot of baseball talk on the program today. John Trobb will be joining us. He's the general manager of the Albuquerque Isotopes. Isotopes opening day today as they start on the road in Oklahoma City. OKC. Okay, that's gonna be good, That's the Dodgers, boys. That's Everybody the, hates the Dodgers. All right. Oh, hey, hundred <laughs> percent. Hey,
3: <laughs>
1: hey. This the whole. Thing. Hey, this is like an old school trip too, Robert. They took yeah. the bus out.
2: Oh, yeah. The, that doesn't sound too fun. It, well, I mean, it's
1: not the glamour and glitz of Major League's dog, right? right. You can't just be Pat McAfee, hit a five-star match at WrestleMania, drink 30 beers that night, jump on a private jet, fly to Indianapolis, do your radio
2: show in the morning. What? Yes. That's the life. Yeah. That is the life.
1: And on your private jet, the the stewardess is like, sir, you can't be drunk sleeping here without covering your face with a mask. Hmm. If you would figure that out, please. Five o'clock, Peter Trevisani will join us. He's the owner president of new mexico united Is they're in the open cup boys i don't know what you know about that but i don't know much so we're going to learn all about it from peter Trevisani. they kick off tonight at unm stadium not ice toast park unm stadium oh so we're going to get all the details on that from peter tonight and then uh, i have to go to after the program today by the way we're only on till four till five forty-five because of the uh, aforementioned ice toast game i'm going to jump over to marble downtown I'm going to go to the KKOB birthday party. Oh, yeah. There we
3: go. 100 gonna, years
1: old. I'm going to have a kkob beer if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Seriously? 100 years old? 100 years old. Wow. How crazy? We work for a company that's got 100 years under it. Jeez. Ain't that some? Yeah. That's history. That's legacy stuff. What is? What else is 100 years old that has an like impact in your life? I guess a lot of stuff. I don't know why I said it like that.
2: Yeah, stuff we don't know that's yeah. 100 years old. But, but we're, we're in a part of technology where there isn't a lot of things that are still around that are 100 years old.
1: Like, due to innovation and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, because, like, the polio vaccine's still
2: around. That's true. Yeah, still count. Like, yeah. there's
1: all, like, we're over here talking, like. But it's
2: like nothing to us. It's like, ah, yeah, uh, what whatever. It's what it should be. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's that classic, like, if I went back in time, like, I don't know how to do anything that I have today. <laughs> Make fire? I, I, why don't oh I go God. back in time? I can't do that right now.
2: Like. <laughs> if somebody stuck you in the woods right now, you're like, hey, I'm dead. Dog, you put me in a primitive limbic yeah, situation? Yeah, I'm the same way. <laughs> Super dead. Uh, I watch those shows like Naked and Afraid. I'm like, yeah. oh, it'll be a half an episode with me. Duh. Like it, there's nothing to plug in. It, like if
1: I was on Naked and Afraid, you just call it Afraid. Yeah. Because I just, I don't. <laughs> what? <laughs> Not for me. Josh Shushan will join us at 530. He's the voice of the Albuquerque. Ice am We do a little handoff. To the very first ice toast broadcast of the season, and we're excited about that. Mike Vitale is working that one tonight. Okay. From yeah. the live chat already. Yeah, right off the bat. Up. It's heating up. Right off the bat. Van cost UNC the game, <laughs> and that's in reference to Van's doppelganger, who wears 45 for the Tar Heels. I'll tell you what it costs Tar Heels. I, the I game
2: disagree big. with that take. Yeah? Yeah. You think Go, I know who you lost know, that game. The point guard.
1: no. Hubie Davis. Yeah, yeah, he sucks.
2: The worst dressed coach in the history of championship games lost that game. He
1: sucks so bad. Yeah, he gave it away. And like right now, like listening, and I didn't. By the way, I didn't know this. You and I were at Bourbon and Boots last night watching the game. Yeah, we were enjoying. We had uh, dinner. We had drinks, and there was libation. That's about as good of a night as you can possibly find. Mm -hmm. So as we're watching the game last night, there were Kansas fans.
2: What? They were. Why? And they were kind of deep. Like. They, they were all deep. I was trying to figure out, are they all here from Kansas? Like, And they definitely didn't come together. No. No. They were, they were scattered. And I'm like, why? Kansas, Kansas fan? That's why I was looking at the screen and looking at the people, trying to see if they matched up. Yeah. I do the one-eye move. Yeah. <laughs>
1: if you're on the live stream, you caught that. That surprised me. That surprised me, too. Okay, here's the thing. Okay. The live chat is too good. I yeah. l- Listen, Off boys. Yeah. Off the bat. I know we pre-recorded yesterday, did a little NCAA preview. We weren't able to be a part of this. But you cannot be a weatherman back in time. You don't have the weatherman stuff. You can't go back in time and predict the weather. Hold up. Unless you're doing Farmer's Almanac stuff,
2: then you can. Yeah, you can. You if, can do it that way. If
1: you go back with a Farmer's Almanac, Yeah. similar to the exact plot line to Back to the Future. There we go. Back to the Future is really just a movie about going back in time and predicting the weather. Say it's not, and I'll tell you why you're wrong.
2: The weather is the last thing I'm thinking about if I'm going back in time.
1: What am I th- Oh, yeah, you being a hard way. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Ooh. Oh, it's sunny. That's the last thing I'm going to be worried about. <laughs> There's not a great period in time for Nope. nope. For you.
1: Nope. God, that's. Uh-uh. Nuts. Nope. Me, though, I live like a king. I go back 100 years ago. Oh, you're the man. I'm
2: set. You are the man. Yeah. I was thinking- uh, They write a book about me. it be called David and Goliath. You remember the show Quantum Leap? So when I was a we, kid- Yes, I do. When I was a kid, I would always think like, it can never be a black dude. Like I was like- <laughs> <laughs> This show would be a disaster.
1: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Hubie Davis gave that game away last night. It was not Bill Self coming back to win it. It's Hubie Davis not being able to control his point guard. It's Hubie Davis not being able – well, i tell you what. I'm not trying to be that guy that's only going to dump on Huey Davis because I equally think Bill Self is a joke, and Bill Self has been a number one seed eight times, and Bill Self only has two national championships and forever, and Bill Self got real lucky with a hot streak against Villanova, and Bill Self coached real well last night for about three minutes after halftime. That's all he needed.
2: That's all he needed. That's all he needed. That's That's how bad Coach Davis was. He had no clue. He had a 15-point lead and was like, okay, I'm done. Yeah, here we go. I'm finished. Yep. Then they went back to Chapel Hill with a timeout in his back pocket. For what? Dog, 45 brings down the rebound underneath the basket, and he
1: throws it in the corner. I'm, and I I literally look at you, I'm like, because it cuts away from the graphic. I'm like, yeah. I think they got a timeout, right? And you're like, there's no way. I was way like, like, there's there w- no
2: way they have a timeout. Yeah. They're doing all this. Scrapping. Oh, shoot, they got a timeout. They do. They do.
1: Just, oh, Hubie Davis didn't want to. Also, by the way, I'm spotting you points. If you wear a suit and tie in the national championship, what are you boys doing out there? This is the national champy boy. You're going to show up in a a three-quarter zip pullover fleece? You get out of my face right now. With Jordans. Yeah. To match. Uh Uh-uh. I'm dressed nicer than you right now, and I'm hosting AM Sports
2: Talk Radio. (laughs) That's how it is now. That's exactly how it is now. No one cares. No. Why? Care. No
1: matter what you're doing in life, show that thing the respect it deserves. Like, oh, I don't know, the National Championship of (laughs) NCAA Basketball? against the number one, Kansas, with the terrible
2: joke embarrassment coach that is Bill Self? Well, you kind of saw this in the Final Four game. I was thinking the same thing, even though I, I I do not like Duke, I do not like Coach K, but after that loss, even Coach Davis and the players, it was like they didn't know the magnitude of the moment of Coach K leaving the court. Correct. They were just like, whatever, dapping yeah. him up like it was just nothing. And I was thinking, okay, I don't like the guy. I've don't. i I've never been a fan, but come my, on now.
1: Mike
2: Yeah. Come I, on now. I think he's all right. He's all right. I got my reasons. But it's just like, come on. This guy is legendary, and it's just, yeah. all right, then, I, I'll holler at you. That's how everybody was acting.
1: Like, Les Grant Hill. Duke did more with college-only players than yeah. any college I've ever seen. Yes.
2: Les Grant Hill. At, and beat – some greatly talented teams. With, big time. With hacks. With with players you knew yeah. were not even close to the it, caliber.
1: Kids named Grayson. <laughs> like Bro. And Hubie Davis last night, because Hubie Davis, he don't know. Right. And Hubie Davis, he ain't going back. 45 is special. You're not going to get graduate senior transfers every year that yeah. can come in and spread it out from the 4-5 mm-hmm. to 18-20-22 feet. It's just not gonna happen every year. And by the way, the court just blew out. I don't know if you boys really see that. That the the big cat, um oh with the high and tight ponytail, Bacot, what's his name? Yeah you know what I'm talking about five? Yeah. When he does the ankle, and by the way, you should not play basketball in football stadiums. I'll i I'll jump on this bandwagon forever. It's terrible. The floor literally gives out on this cat, turns his ankle over, loses the ball, and that's the one where and to be fair To be
3: fair Thank you,
1: Michael. That guy's not very strong at the rim anyways. It probably would have been a 50-50 at best. Mm-hmm. But, like, you losing on the court giving up on you. Like, yeah. you figure it out, North Carolina. Like, just a world of frustration if you are a fan of the Powder Blues because Kansas was not the better team.
2: Not at all. Not at all. No. Bill so Self.
3: So, one knock that they had on Carolina, they weren't physically tough with the opponents this year. That was one of their issues. They were the giving ch- up 15-point lead. Oof.
1: Yeah. Their issues. their head coach.
2: He just let them play. He was like, yeah, you guys yeah. figured it out. Was it 12, 12 rip out of the half? Is that what it was? Yeah. yeah
3: it was 12 all.
2: Yeah. stupid. Not one timeout. <laughs> just, no. Just go ahead. We'll yeah. figure it out. Keep running, boys. Keep shooting. Let's Keep do, shooting. Let's do the pick and no roll all night long. That's what they were running. At the top of the key.
3: Robert nailed it. It, I didn't see any adjustments. It kept going pick and roll. Why don't you pick up the pace? Because it was one of the highest scoring teams in the nation all year. Go run and gun then. Change it up.
2: Michael, you're being very generous. There was no (laughs) roll. There was no roll. It was a pick, and the guy would
1: just stand there. Or take like two steps. Exactly. Pick pick and drift. (laughs) Carl Malone's not (laughs) third all-time in scoring because he picked and drift. I don't know what Carl Malone is. might be first. But – yeah, this Kansas team—good for Bill Self. Good for Bill Self. Two championships in 15 years with the best recruiting class ever. By the way, the NCAA is about to come on down on Kansas like you never believe to. they're about to be sanctions all day. They're about to lose players. This whole thing's over. They're going to vacate this title. Like this whole thing's
2: a joke. Wait, What? 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 What am I missing here? You're not paying
1: attention. What to? am I missing? Oh my gosh! Yeah, let me just—I'm going to give you a. It's Bill
2: Self. It's always something with him. That's what I'm saying. Always.
1: Like. Kansas after national title run braces for NCAA investigation. Literally every single article on the internet. Oh, man. Because they're done, dog. Oh. Hey, he, Bill Self at the top. Cheated to get there.
2: Bill Self recruit the best class every year. Cool. He's going to be coaching in Puerto Rico now, huh? I mean, yes. How are you on
1: 14 years between national championships? Yeah. That's what, give me Villanova. I guess not Duke anymore. They got a new hit coach. They said who that was. I know. I think you mentioned it to me. I don't know who it is. Whoever their new head coach is. Greater than Bill Self. How
3: about the NCAA president called them Kansas City instead of Kansas University? Good. That was. What? <laughs> the NCAA president that handed the trophy off said Kansas City. Oh, I love that. Kansas that's NCAA. bad. Yeah, that, that's.
2: <laughs> oh, that's real bad. That's a. Ooh. Here's what I'm saying,
1: <laughs> boys. If and this is a strong if, you think Kansas went out there and won this one, you're very. You watched a different game than I watched. North Carolina won it by 15, and they. I promise you, they looked at some analytic at halftime. and Was like, well, we had enough stops statistically speaking, and we're doing yeah. this percent. And really, we just have to ride it out. No, well, Hubie Davis screwed it up. Yeah, congrats to Bill Self. I'm sure uh, after an investigation, they'll take this national championship <laughs> away. Tiger Woods is coming back, boys. I reached uh, out to, yeah, I reached out to everyone I knew in the golf world yeah. to have someone on, and my very good friend Taryn Gregerson. This is a personal thing, kind of. Um, grew up with me, the town over in St. Louis, Missouri. She works for Golf. dot com, the most talented and capable reporter of all time. Um, I had that kind of moment where I forgot she recently had a baby. Oh, <laughs> oh well, yeah, yeah. Congratulations to the Gregersons. Yeah. <laughs> so I reached out and I'm like, I'm like Taryn, do the show today? What's up? And she's like, Shh, doing that mom thing, dog. I was like, well. Best to you and in, in your new your new life. and So I felt like a jerk friend for two minutes because I wanted to talk Tiger Woods.
2: Was like, so you had no idea? No, well, a- I knew because I saw it on social media. Yeah, but it slipped your mind. It
1: slipped my mind. Yeah. Who forgets their friend has a baby? Like a brand new baby. Uh, if you have a male friend, all of us. Yes, that was me. Yeah. All of us. <laughs> <laughs> Taryn's like, appreciate the offer, but. And yeah. I'm like, oh. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That's insanely bad. So your boys will figure out Tiger Talk whenever we get back. Thank you so very much to... Where are we at today? We're on our first break. New Mexico Pinon Coffee. As I started my day... I told you I'm in this new apartment. I got this new Pinon thing. I've been I've been brewing with the door open. I'm not trying to say. I'm trying to infect the neighbors. Yeah. I just need people to know. They're going to be like, what is that? Yeah, I'm here and I'm yeah. rocking. I'm doing that thing. Tumon on 95.9 FM AM 610. The Sports Animal.
4: Um, my team has been unbelievable. I've been lucky to have had great surgeons and... Great PTs and and physios that have worked on me virtually every day, and we've worked hard to get to this point, to get to this, an opportunity to to walk the grounds, test it
3: out, and see if I can do this.
1: Walking the grounds in Foot Joy shoes today. I don't know if you boys saw that. Nike's like, no, (laughs) it's cool. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't leave us, Tiger. Please don't leave us for a Foot Joy. Tiger can never retire from golf. He's the only thing that's relevant about the sport. And if he ever decides to, by choice or by circumstance, it'll be the day that golf dies. Welcome back to the program.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So I told you something on the break that you were like, oh, you're so wrong.
1: Yep, I'm ready.
2: All right, I may be in the minority on this. Okay. Tiger needs to sit the hell down.
1: Oh, yeah, there's no May. You're absolutely in the minority. He needs
2: to sit it <laughs> mm-hmm. down. For why? Because For- he's Tiger Woods. He's my hero. He's our hero. He's the best golfer I've ever seen. He don't know you. But here's the problem. You come back, and you're not Tiger Woods. I don't want to see you. I don't want to see you first round plus eight, barely trying to make the cut. I don't. No.
1: Hey, if it's not dominant Tiger,
2: I don't want to watch it.
1: Lakers still on TNT tonight. LeBron
2: ain't playing. And guess what? I don't watch it. <laughs> they should have packed it up a month ago.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no. So you tell me, just hear me out. So this is, I already
2: know what's, what's going to happen, but go ahead.
1: So let's say there's a guy who, like, has been out for a minute, right?
2: Like, whatever. Injury. I've seen this before. Magic Johnson. I've seen this. Okay, I I have seen this. Magic
1: Johnson's the JV example. The best example is
2: Stone Cold Steve Austin, who returned
1: after 19 years at WrestleMania this past weekend to burn the AT&T Stadium to the
2: ground. Mm -hmm.
1: That's what this is, Doc. No. Tiger and Stone Cold are on the same level.
2: Stone Cold actually won.
1: Tiger about to win.
2: He ain't going to win nothing.
1: (laughs) Quote, you said you wouldn't want to play in a tournament if you don't think you can win. Do you think you can win this year's Masters?
2: What a tiger! I do. What do you think he's supposed to say? Uh, I, I I'm gonna go out there and see. I don't I don't know. Uh, I hope it's not a, a a car wreck. Like no, he's not gonna go out there and make those type of. He's gonna say yes. I feel like I can win.
1: He's got big Eldrick energy, right? Yes. Okay. Cannot be stopped. If he says he's gonna do it, he's going to do it. You know how I know? Because I've seen him do it. I've seen him do it every single time he's since thought,
2: 1996. Yeah, before driving a car off a cliff. <laughs> We're forgetting the stuff that he's been through. I knew this was going to happen when his son, him and his son played in that tournament. I was like, he's, he'll be back within a year. Everybody's acting so surprised. Oh, I can't believe it. Is he going to play? Yes, he's going to play. What do you have against the greatest sporting moments of all time? Nothing. I, I think, need to know what you have against. I love Tiger so much, yeah. and I don't want to see a shell of Tiger. Oh, you're not about to. Yes. No. I've already seen it. He's roll And he's her. coming back to be a shell of himself. This is ego. This is, I'm Tiger. I can do this. I'm going to get all the okay. glitz, all the media, all the glamour. Do me a favor. Watch. We're all we're gonna, he's going to be in 137th place, and we're still going to be talking about
1: him. Yeah, not going to lie.
2: Yeah, no. <laughs> he's going to look horrible. real good. I don't need the thirty-seven next to the one. I need the. I need him to be in the top three. The only thing. Top I, five. The only I, thing I need. Yeah. Is for the masters to apologize
1: to Filmutkusim. Let him come in with all his Saudi blood money. Put a turban on top and go. I need them to be able to play match play against each other so that good can triumph over evil. Now
2: that's different. <laughs> now that I want to see. Now, now if that was in the cards, yes. But just Tiger's back, no, man, don't do this to me. Do it all day? And the sad thing is, I'm going to watch. Oh, yeah. I'm
1: going to watch. Every stroke. Yes, I'm going to watch. Like it's the last one. And I'm going to be let down. And there's such a possibility that last stroke could be on the 18th for Birdie for a chance to win the Masters. And what is it, Vital his fifth or sixth green jacket? I have no idea. to make
2: the cut. That's what we're going to be looking at.
1: Over over some jerk young kid who only got into the sport because he loved Tiger anyways because no one in the entire face of this broadcast
2: can name a single golfer that existed even before Tiger. And this is – um, he's coming back, like, for the Super Bowl. Like, he's coming back. Oh, he's like... basically Cotter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Tiger, don't do this to me. Man. Welcome back. Don't well, do this. I think this. what
3: makes it easier, too, is the fact that once you win a Masters or a couple of them – you can come in and start and you only could give him like, like he talked about game time situation when he'd come back. Well, if you you can give like one minute before the tournament's going to start and you can play if you're a former champion. So that works into his favor too. He didn't have to go through, you know, qualifying and all that.
1: The hardest thing in Tiger Woods life
2: right now is walking, not golf. (laughs) Golf is easy. (laughs) You know, what's going to happen. I'm going to call what's going to happen. Tiger fan, Tiger fanatics, I'm with you, but this is what's going to happen. When he looks up and he's like, oh, man, I'm not in contention. He's going to do the whole, my back's hurt, swing, fall into his knees. Mm-hmm. He's going to make it dramatic. He's like, no, you know you were not ready to come back right now. Why are you putting your energy towards hating this? When uh, we, because when that's sh- that's the biggest probability of what's going to happen. We should be putting our
1: energy towards writing a nice email to the bosses here at Speak. Hey. It's gonna be a low production week for your boys. <laughs> we are busy. We are watching history,
2: and I'm gonna watch. Duh. And I'm gonna. Not saying I won't root for them. I'm going I want them to win, but I just Thursday, right? Thursday yeah. opening day. Opening yeah. day, and okay. Yes.
1: So we're doing the backyard we're boys the, barbecue baseball place. bash, mm-hmm. and we're gonna have twelve TVs featuring all the baseball games throughout the day, and one TV dedicated to the Masters, because that's how this is. That's how this is going down. I'm yelling timber. I cannot, cannot handle this.
2: It will be the greatest moment, yeah. in sports ever, all time, not even close. If he somehow wins this Masters,
1: mm-hmm. oh,
2: and then like, I, I will come back on here and eat every word that yeah, I said because
1: crow tastes good whenever. Yeah, you and eat.
2: I'll, I'll eat twelve of them.
1: And on Sunday, on Sunday, you and I will be wherever we are at watching this thing, and we will start an LFG chant because that's how I will feel <laughs> about this moment. Oh, man. We'll not wait. Gonna wait for John Travis. We're gonna call him about three minutes. We're gonna talk about the ice. Sheesh. We'll see, man. I don't know. I want, you know, John golf a little bit. Let's figure out how John feels about this thing, too. I tell. i got to give you his office number. I'll do it during the break. Thank you so very much to John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy, who is the proud sponsor of this studio. If you call the program, you're calling the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio, where we'll put you on the program. But let's do it at 445, because that's when we're going to recap WrestleMania for whatever time remains between John Traub and then joining us live in studio. Just found out via text. Peter Trevisani just texted me. He's going to come up. So we need a pair of headphones. A lot of production stuff on my end. Two in on 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Back on the program. How very fortunate we are to be joined by guests, and those guests are influential members of our community, specifically sometimes whenever we need to reach out to the absolute expert in that absolute field, and that's the, the general manager of the Albuquerque Ice John Traub. John, welcome to the program.
5: What's going on, fellas? How are you? I missed the uh, I missed the uh, walk-up music. I thought it was going to be the Isotope's theme song, or or take you out to the ball game. I'm I'm, I'm uh, we got to tighten that up. All right. We well we just it's de- baseball season. fellas. There we Let's go. go.
1: We literally just like re-added the <laughs> Isotope's theme song to the to the rotation because we had that talk the other day. I was I was like yeah. I'm prepared to number one bleed isotopes, sweat isotopes, I, every bodily fluid that's isotopes. I want to be. So that's my, that's where I'm at right now.
5: John Trump. Works for me, guys. We appreciate the passion.
1: Hey, Inside Baseball, before we talk baseball, um, your media outlets team at the ballpark right now, Forrest Stulting and all those guys, just tremendous. The amount of information that's been made available to us about the team and and making our job of covering the team that much easier is top tier. So thank you very much to your
5: front office. All right. Great to hear. I'm, I'm glad you're finding all that information good and useful, and there'll be more information coming out over the next several days. I'm already in love with DJ Peterson.
1: I'm in love with DJ Peterson. I haven't seen him swing a bat one time with my own eyes. Talk to me a little bit about the excitement around some of the spotlight guys on this team.
5: Well, we're excited to have a former UNM baseball player on our roster. It's been a few years since we've had one. Of course, we've got Jordan Pacheco as our hitting coach, so there's a nice uh, UNM tie to the isotopes on the field this year. And, you know, we've got a lot of guys on the club. Our opening day roster features, I think it's nine or ten 40-man roster guys. Oh, awesome. um, we've got three catchers with some positional versatility built in there with uh, a couple of those guys can play first base as well as catch. And, and uh, I think it's going to be a nice mix. Between some veteran guys, some young guys, some guys in the prospects, uh, you know, the top prospects within the Rockies system, like Montero and Feltner, and a couple of the pitchers. So, you know what? There's a lot to look forward to when you see the uh, isotopes on the field, and especially when it comes to a renewed emphasis on winning. The Rockies have been very vocal about. Understanding how important it is to have winning be part of a player's development, and the 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 handcuffs are off of our coaching staff in terms of how we're allowed to manage, how we're allowed to uh, approach a game, and and winning is definitely part of their focus as we move forward. So that's uh, everybody always wants to win, but sometimes sometimes that hasn't always been the case. Right. So we're excited to uh, we're excited to see what that looks like on the field this year.
2: So John, with so many opening days that you've been through with the Isotopes. What is your favorite memory of opening oh, day? Oh, good
5: question. Boy, oh boy, that is an excellent question. You're kind of putting me on the spot. I mean, they're all special because they all feel like, sort of like the first day of school again, right? Because you've got all these people coming back to the ballpark and, and that you haven't seen for a while. This one is really special because it feels like... You know, we're back to normal. Last year was incredibly special because we were the first professional sporting event to open up again after the pandemic. And there was a lot of uh, responsibility, social responsibility, if you will, Um, you know, having having being the first event in the in the community in the state. So we were thrilled about that. I, I do go back to the very first opener that we had back in 2003 when Governor Richardson was on the field and Homer and Bart were on the field throwing out the first pitch. There was a lot to look back on. So many great memories from opening nights over the course of, the, over the course of 20 years now.
1: Game one is tonight. you got a lot of players coming directly from Phoenix. You had some guys in town before. Um, I mean, talk about the, like, the excitement. Not, not necessarily the players, but the entire organization. Talk about the excitement of game one well game one you know everybody's
5: optimistic the food tastes good everybody's in first place yep. <laughs> everybody's in a great mood so you know you you, you look forward to not only uh, your home opener if you happen to open on the road then the first game of the season holds a lot of special you know meaning for you as well and it's, it's a chance to get off the season to you know get get off to a right start um, the players are excited you know it doesn't matter that they've been in spring training for a month it doesn't matter if they've been in the big leagues before or if if they're at AAA now, or if they're, you know, coming up from AA, whatever, everybody is excited about the season starting. Opening day is a very special place for anybody who's involved with our game.
1: Speaking of uh,
5: food, tasting pretty good there, John. Uh, maybe uh, maybe some new menu
1: items coming out this year. It's, what
5: am I looking yeah, forward to at actually, the ballpark when I sit down? Tomorrow we're going to be introducing all kinds of new concessions items that are going to be available on the concourse this year, and I think people are going to be pretty excited about it. We've got a, a really cool new, huge signature item that we're going to unveil tomorrow, um, plus a few other new ones, and then we've got a lot of the staples that are coming back. So um, you know the food, the food service experience, the culinary experience about coming to. A ball game is is something that is uh, as american as baseball and apple pie and and you've got to have some cool things too so uh, if it's not just hot dogs and hamburgers and and make sure the beverages are cold and, and the hot dogs are hot you have got to have some signature items so I mean, we're excited about okay. unveiling those to everybody tomorrow and I got a feeling from your comments that you'll be there as well. Well I mean
1: are, are we talking sweet are we talking savory are we talking salty Are we talking frozen like we the yes, whole spectrum Yes
5: yes uh, Love no. It. No! <laughs> um, uh, at least I don't think we have anything frozen on the menu for tomorrow. But actually, next week, we will have something that is cold and frothy to talk about. But that'll come. I don't want to get ahead of myself.
2: I, I do want to say, John, in the community, uh, I know everyone loves the special nights that the Isotopes put out, you know, from Jackie Robinson night, Mariachi oh, that's night. That would be good. Uh, do you have one that you're looking at specifically where you're saying, okay, this is the night I know. Mostly everyone in the city will come out and support the Isotopes.
5: Well, number one, I never want to take the fan support for granted. So right. I don't say everybody's going to come out. Right. Uh, I never say that. I never think that. Traditionally, July 3rd or 4th is, you know, it's going to be your, probably your best crowd of the season. Fans here have come to love the Mariachis. That You know, the, the special nights that we have where the team dresses up as Mariachis and we have, uh, you know, the ballpark, with the music and the food and just the atmosphere. It's a, it's a totally different vibe in the, in the venue. And so that's always exciting. I'm looking forward to a game during our first homestand. Don't know when it is, it's exactly going to be, but when the 10 million fan and fan in club history comes through the gates, that's going to be a pretty significant and monumental type of, uh, evening for us. Uh, I think it might be in the first, you know, three or four games uh, during the course of the season, which would be next Thursday or Friday. Um, and and because it's, it's 10 million fans over really 18 plus seasons on the field if you will um that's that's really cool and very significant and it it's really uh, you know signifies the love affair between this community and this franchise and the ballpark and everything else that that people have come to love over now uh, 20 seasons
1: The home opener is next Tuesday. Your boys will be there. So, Vital, we're going to be live from the ballpark, and we're excited about that. To be a little christening the new year of baseball, that will be in Albuquerque. We're going to have a lot of uh, personnel and and hopefully some players if we can find the timing for it to work out on the program. John, as, as we talk about opening up the season and those special days and the events and everything that goes on with the team, What is the one thing, the biggest change at the ballpark, uh, not cashless, like which the stadium is going cashless, but what's the biggest change that's going to make an impact to the fan base that we might not be expecting?
5: I, I hope there's no surprises. Oh, good. <laughs> you know, we, we've already told everybody what the new procedures, et cetera, are going to be you know, and on trend. They've already been that way for the last month with soccer being played here. So all those new protocols and uh, whatnot have already been in place. They've gone very, very well. Um, what we all have to look forward to is the most normal season opener that we've had since 2019. And, and, uh, people can take that for granted. They can take for granted that their experience at the ballpark is going to be a wholesome one and, and a, a terrific one for family and friends. That's what baseball is all about. That's what coming to an isotopes game is all about. It's a, it's a terrific atmosphere. It's a chance to hang out with your family and your friends and enjoy something that's part of the fabric of this community. And it has been for generations going back to the days of even before the Albuquerque Dukes going back to when our, you know, our, Uh, people in the 30s and 40s and 50s when when, I mean baseball's been in this community forever well over 100 years and uh, we're looking forward to just continuing that legacy and just continuing to provide what the the national pastime continues to provide for everybody year in and year out
1: when's your next day off
5: What's a day off? (laughs) (laughs) You know, you get into the thing and you you realize what the schedule looks like. And uh, it is a marathon, not a sprint, so it is a long time. But we're not here for days off. We're here to make sure that the fans' experience is great, that the team is uh, taking care of as best we can, and and that we're continuing to develop the best product uh, that we can for this community.
1: Tickets are available currently for the home opener and I think throughout the entire season – uh, obviously, the hot ones are the 4th of July, the home opener, and, and all the big ones. But make sure you get your tickets now. Uh, basically, as as common or as a familiar baseball experience as you will have, and I'm identifying like pre-COVID. Like, this should be baseball as you expect it to be. Uh, bring the family out, do everything. John, I am most excited about the Easter egg hunt. I'm going to try to get all the youngins and kiddos out there for that. Uh, any, anything special, like a new, fun, unique one before we let you go? Anything that's not Jackie Robinson or the 4th of July?
5: Well, July 3rd this year, not July 4th. Oh, I apologize. Um, six mariachi games, 15 firework shows, a yeah. bunch of jersey giveaways, cap giveaways, bobblehead giveaways, those types of things. You know, we have a lot of special events here, too. Uh, not only Jackie Robinson night, but talking about the significance of what Jackie meant To the to the black experience in North America and in the United States, and the same thing with Juneteenth. We are going to have a Juneteenth celebration this year, and that's going to be brand new for us. We're home on Father's Day, which is also Juneteenth, so it's really going to be an opportunity for uh, for us to make a difference in the community not just a baseball game, but really hopefully have a cultural impact and an educational impact in some respects, and just looking forward to people coming out and having a great time and, and just enjoying the ballpark like uh, like 10 million have so far in our first 18-plus years.
1: What are the odds of me and Robert getting on the Jumbotron for a 50-cent hot dog night we went to a little competition oh. so you can maybe eat the most between an inning? Like, <laughs> any possibility of that, John?
5: The, uh, there's always some. There's always a possibility in the land of enchantment.
1: <laughs> John Trav, Albuquerque Ice Thank you for our first part of Ice coverage tonight. As Josh Shushan will be joining us at 5:30 before we hand this broadcast over to the team as they visit Oklahoma City. Anything before we let you go, John? Just want to thank
5: uh, you guys. Thank uh, Cumulus. Thank Jeff Berry and the team at. at at your your cluster of stations for an, uh, an extension of our agreement, which is going to have Isotopes Baseball on your airwaves for, you know, the next five years at least and hopefully a lot longer. You've been the only home to Isotopes Baseball since we started back in 2003, and we're thrilled to have the uh, the partnership continue and thrilled that you guys continue to be the home of the Albuquerque Isotopes.
1: Well, I mean, we can share a watermelon walk-off to that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's how I go. feel. So.
5: John Trump, <laughs> thank you
1: so very much. All right, guys. Thank you. I mean, I don't know if you caught it there, but I tell it, uh, he mentioned the big guy up top. He said, Man, he said, "Old oh, Jeff Barry." <laughs> I mean, there's a couple names you throw around, and yeah. I mean, you got to you perk up a little bit. That's we talking about, Jeff Barry, who I'm going to be hanging out with tonight. Whenever I go down to Marble Downtown for KKOB's B's 100th birthday this evening, check me out as I'm going to drink a KKO beer. You're listening to Two Men on 95.9 FM and AM 610, The Sports Animal. Michael, cut the music. World's shortest segment. How's that? That's good radio. <laughs> Joining <laughs> us for three minutes, David Carl, before Peter Trevisani joins us. Uh, they're all New Mexico United all the time. Okay, boys, we got three minutes. Fastest version ever. Stone Cold Steve Austin returned to WrestleMania this past weekend. It was the greatest thing since I was
2: a child. Go. I agree. It's way better than I thought. Mick
6: Foley did
2: something. <laughs> no <laughs>
6: no he did not no, no. no dang it who was the guy there's a guy on twitter who was laughing about something
2: that was it was Mick probably Foley. the iron Sheik. It was mcfoley it was probably the iron Sheik. he's always laughing at people oh, it,
6: he like goes after people on twitter that's yeah. the only thing i know about wrestling
2: mcfoley he was uh,
6: laughing about somebody doing a bad move or something
2: well it was vince mcmahon it was I, vince. yeah it was yeah. very good was he very had no good. business in the ring None. Oh, I don't don't, have time for don't that. do what this. What are you doing, Fred? Don't do this. Don't That's do what? The
6: organizer guy, right? Yeah, the, he's the
2: owner. He, he should not be
1: president, promoter. No. See, he's the voice. He's the face. He's the, the
2: child. That was the worst stunner I've ever seen in my life. Stunner. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> told you a thing happened, and I saw it on Twitter. You are so soccer that you skip
6: it's, WrestleMania. It's not that I'm so soccer. I'm almost every sport. I just don't know anything about wrestling. Hmm. I, I love sports in general. I love football. I love basketball. I love hockey. I love baseball. Mm-hmm. I just don't know anything about wrestling. I've watched curling more than I've watched wrestling. Oh, that so, hurts me.
3: Oh, that's awesome sport. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, You're from Wisconsin, Minnesota area, that's best stuff. I'm from Florida, Vital. <laughs> He Johnny Knoxville, though.
1: Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. That guy. He, over, he's the greatest wrestler in the history of all pro wrestling.
2: That was a great match.
1: Yeah. Like, he had to fight Sami Zayn to the death. Yeah. Well, I mean, mousetrap. Yeah. He was mousetrapped to death.
4: Wow.
6: Human don't size. That, don't let that distract you from the time where somebody with a hell in a cell or something.
1: When Undertaker threw Mankind 16 yeah. feet off hell in a cell. He knows like, little bits.
4: <laughs>
6: I got pieces. Hell yeah, brother.
1: <laughs> <laughs> everything David Carl knows about pro wrestling is a tweet. He, everything he knows is 120 characters <laughs> That's or less. exactly it. Uh, it's so funny. It was uh, uh, over 150,000 people attended WrestleMania this past weekend, and isn't that crazy? Where yeah. was the, where is this held? AT and T yeah. Stadium. Two days. Dallas. 70, yeah, 77 and 78,000 respectively, and an absolute barn burner all the way through. Um, yep. Emotional, powerful, smart, like at point sexual. Like it was, it was at or near the best sports entertained I've ever been.
2: I agree. I loved it. Best one I ever saw. I was surprised. Even if I knew something was gonna happen, I still liked it, that's when I know it's good. Ooh, I'll buy into that. Yeah. That's when I'm I know something's gonna happen, but I still get excited.
1: And it's cause it's how you give it to me. It's yeah. not that I know the outcome, it's that it's the way you create the outcome. It's so so like a good go.
6: movie. It's like a good you get a good movie like even if it's yeah. based on true events, you know how it's gonna yes. end up there we but go it's still great. A yep.
1: really good swerve in pro wrestling is as good as any storyline in any Game of Thrones or Days of Our Lives. Yeah. Or or whatever. Like, a, a really good wrestling swerve is, uh, well, it's entertainment and it's purest. Yep. And, and we saw that this past weekend. Obviously, the return of Cody Rhodes was a huge deal. Um, treated with the respect he deserved. And then if you want to get real emotional, but only if you love your dad, yeah. watch his opening speech on Monday Night Raw last night. Peter Trevisani and David Carl of the New Mexico United. When we get back, you know why, boys? It's the Open Cup! Woo! Austin 316. To cut that off. <laughs> I need that clip. I need that clip for my ringtone. I just need David Carl saying Austin 316. Tune men on. <laughs> 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. Welcome to 5 o'clock. Welcome to quitting time. Welcome to the program. If you're headed home, stop going that direction and head to Marvel downtown. Have one KKO beer. Then make a UE. Head over to UNM Stadium. Because tonight the New Mexico United are playing in the Open Cup against the las vegas we refuse to share our rosters (laughs) oh no (laughs) david carl how are you (laughs) i'm good how are you good uh excited las vegas stupid team name i'm sure i don't i don't like anything about las vegas the legends legends is that las vegas new mexico uh
6: no that'd be cool if it was though we'd love if we had a new las vegas new mexico team
1: yeah i would coach it yeah
6: you spend a lot of time there
1: i actually i kind of spend more time than anyone i know yeah
2: he's the next mayor (laughs) Of Las Vegas. Uh, yes, he is. That's awesome. Well, sure. Congratulations. Thank,
1: thank you, David, David, the all everything in the New Mexico United talking to Mexico United. So at the break, I was like, I was like, hey, Dave, I'm gonna shoot you straight. I don't really know what the Open Cup is. Mm-hmm. And then I saw Robert go. Oh, I do. But go ahead and explain it, David. Uh, no, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so after I,
6: got, after I got done chastising you both, yeah, uh, a little you, bit of an explainer. On you how you
1: basically said it was uh, it was like the kumite of soccer. You were like, this is <laughs> yes. blood sport of soccer. <laughs> yep. And anyone from any level or any skill set can compete to the death.
6: Yeah, and and when they say in tournaments that only one team survives, rarely is it actually literal. Yeah, it, it just they die. It's crazy.
1: Aztecian stuff, I think, is what you're talking about. But
6: the U.S. Open Cup. Okay, Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup, the oldest continuous soccer tournament in North America, over 100 years old. The coolest tournament for a couple reasons, but the number one reason, which is what I told you guys off air, teams at every level compete. So that means MLS teams. All the way down to amateur teams, Sunday league teams, a team that's playing out in Bernalillo. If they qualify, they're in. They can play. So it, the goal is to crown the best team in North America, and that is at any level. And if you win that tournament, you are the best team in North America. Why is it wow. named after
1: the Kansas City Chiefs? What's. Oh, Lamar Hunt? Lamar you know, Hunt. I don't know. I don't know why. I, He's the owner, isn't he? He was. Yeah, he like, was.
6: I wonder if it's the same. It's probably the same guy, be. right? Has to be. Well, know.
1: yes. How could it not be? Wasn't he part of like, Sporting KC too? Maybe that was it. I don't know. I don't know what the background on the name is. I am mean, also a person that does not know that thing. So. Yeah. But
6: anyway, coolest tournament. Uh, again, we compete at uh, – e- teams at every level can compete. It's awesome. Um, in 2019, we played in it for the first time. We played all of our games on the road, but we beat two USL championship teams, which is our league. Okay. And then we beat two major league soccer teams. Yes. Uh, so we beat Which two? Colorado Rapids losers and mm-hmm. FC Dallas.
1: All right, they can actually go. That's a big win.
6: And they were that was in their stadiums. We oh went, we took buses up there and we were louder than the uh, Colorado fans in their stadium. Beat them, uh, beat FC Dallas, and went to the all the way to the quarterfinal, which is further than any USL Championship team has ever gone in their entire so year.
2: So I have a question about this. So. Does it matter if the, if the organization or the team is bigger where you guys play, or is that predetermined?
6: So it's, there's a draw after every round. So let's just say we won tonight. That would be great. Congratulations. Great. Thank you. Not getting ahead of ourselves. Oh, okay. we are. Uh, you guys are getting ahead we of are. myself. Yeah. Um, so if we were to win, there's a draw for the next round to sort out where everything goes, right? So if we were to win tonight, we would play against another team that won. They try and keep it regional in the early rounds. This is the second round. Obviously, the next would be the third um, so, teams like Colorado Springs we could play next, or Northern Colorado if they got that, or El Paso, who Fred loves.
1: no, uh, I absolutely <laughs> hate everything about El Paso.
6: Uh, Phoenix is another team we could play, right. like local teams I mean we could potentially play somebody on the other side of the country, but they try and keep a regional to start, and then, as there 's fewer and fewer teams, obviously you have to go where you' got to go to play regional, right, right. Um, so when we went all the way to the quarterfinals, we played Minnesota United, um, which is obviously not close at all. Um, but it was a hell of a match. We chartered an airplane up there, brought hundreds of our fans, took over a wedge of that stadium. Yes. And uh, we didn't get that result. We got all the other ones. But all the way to the quarterfinal, again, further than any USL championship team has ever gone in their inaugural year. And it was a blast the
1: There we go. Week. Joining us on the program, man who needs no introduction, Peter Trevisani, the uh, uh, president, owner, face of, uh, also coolest guy in town. We're just talking about the Open Cup. I mean, what's up? We gonna we gonna beat up Las Vegas tonight. We'll give me yeah. a rundown on it.
0: I'm a little teary-eyed after uh, hearing David there. Yeah, what a, what a great recap! And yeah, we got to get after it. And it's such a great tournament, right? It's our chance to just show the world that we can be the best in the whole world. This is our one opportunity to do it, and it starts tonight. That's awesome. UNM Stadium.
1: It's got kind of like a different field that, f- field in Topes Park, right? It's like it's intimate. That's the word I'm going to use. It's like mm-hmm. a special thing. So, I mean, I would assume the fans are going to come out and pack. But is it gonna appear different than the game they're traditionally used to at ISTOPS Park, or is it isn't it gonna be is it gonna be soccer as we know it?
0: Well it's you know, it's eleven guys on each team and the the ball's round. It's like Hoosiers when they go out and they measure the hoop, right? And it's it's all the same no matter oh, I like how that. Big, yeah, yeah. big the stadium is. And uh so, you know, we'll play wherever we have to play to to go out and, and do what we want to do. You know, we had one year we played every game on the road and uh, we're, we're fortunate UNM was available tonight so we'll take it and, and press forward. So I want to know because
2: around the city the first thing you hear about the games are the atmosphere. <laughs> how it's bedlam it's mayhem. Was that something that was planned and if so how did you go ahead
0: and plan for it to, to be that way for the fans? I don't know about planned. You know we wanted to make sure that uh, there was a couple things. One was the mission which while we play soccer we love soccer and it's a huge part. It's really about creating a platform where you can all come together and just express ourselves. And we thought that would look really beautiful. Whether that's fifty people, five thousand, fifteen thousand. In some ways, it doesn't really matter. What matters is that the people there want to be there and they want to be there with with their neighbors, even if they're complete strangers. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, Dave, you were talking about the format, and there was so. Let me make sure I understand. There was a buy leading into this one. So Vegas one. Uh, on the road is my understanding coming in. So, what kind of momentum do they have? Like whenever whenever they come in, are they going to have, are they going to have the the kind of the intensity that maybe you guys have to build up to, and it's going to be ready for that, or or is this home team ready to go?
6: Yeah, so they beat Park City three to two in Las Vegas last time around. Oh, okay. Um, but they the way that match went was actually a really exciting match. They got a three zero lead. Pretty quickly. And then seems it like breaks. enough. That seems like that would be you enough. You would think, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Park City gets two very late goals and is on the doorstep. They just missed a third to potentially send that game to extra time. As far as kind of fire and momentum, that we had a press conference yesterday, and Daniel Bruce, who was on that team in 2019.
1: Such a good dude.
6: Daniel Bruce is awesome. He's been on your show. Yeah, good dude. Uh, talked about, you know, we were the underdogs in 2019. Nobody expected anything from us. Mm-hmm. We went in with a bunch of fire, and we upset these teams. In this match, we're not necessarily Cinderella. But if we don't come in with that same fire, that same motivation, Las Vegas can hurt us. Las Vegas can make it dangerous for us. They can be Cinderella, and we don't want to be on the other end of that. So... I'd be willing to bet these guys are going to come out with that fire.
1: So when you said legends, I'm going to be real transparent here, boys. I've spent a lot of years broadcasting in the MASL and the PASL. You know, I broadcast for the runners here in town. I have a passion for indoor soccer. I thought this was an indoor team. Yeah. Like when did they transition outdoors?
6: So there, there was a an indoor team called the Las Vegas Legends. That, oh, okay. That, mm. that, oh, but that's different. It's a different team. Okay. okay. So it makes more sense. They did exist. Uh, that was a real team. But yeah, this is the NPSL, which is a, a third division team, a third division league, rather. Uh, in in the United States,
0: yeah, I mean, just to be clear, anyone can open enter the Open Cup. I think you have to be over eighteen, and in this case, it's male. And you got to uh, you, you got to qualify. Well, yeah, you have to write a check, and then I think there's <laughs> like, yeah, that's there the qualification. Yeah. But I think there's 1,900 teams or so that start what? the tournament. Whoa. Yeah, the biggest
6: tournament in North America. So
0: think about it. So it wow, the first round ra- and it's one and done always. So yeah. the first round are two teams that have never been in it before they put their names down and they show up and they compete and, and when you when i just keep knocking it out
6: when you say that when i tell you that these qualifiers before the actual tournament proper starts when you've got nineteen hundred teams these qualifiers they literally are teams like my sunday league team at bernalillo that can't score against other sunday league teams at bernalillo mm-hmm. they're trying to get in the open cup too mm-hmm. they can qualify if they win anybody can qualify if you win And you can write the check. You get some sort of somebody
2: who wants to pay for it to go. That's the true definition of a real tournament. Right. Oh yeah. It is. So Robert,
1: what I did was and you don't know this, I'm so bad at math, boys, that I paid an extra dollar to get a really good calculator from the App Store because that's how bad I am at math. What kind of phone do you it's, have?
0: Turn I mean, the calculator app sideways again. You have to flip it. Calculator. You have to open the flip I think,
6: for no. anything. Are
1: you both owe me a dollar? So is, but I'm trying to, I'm doing 1,900 teams. I'm trying to figure out how many games that is. I think it's a bazillion. Is yeah, that correct? That, is that, yeah. that <laughs> the one bazillion?
6: The, the interesting thing about the qualifiers for next year's Open Cup, next year's, not this year's, are already underway.
5: Oh so wow! So the
6: qualifiers they last over a year to qualify. For the tournament to get in the tournament itself starts in April but these people literally if if there are these sunday league teams who are trying to qualify for next year's open cup playing
0: yeah it's great i mean that's what america's all about opportunity all you're asking for is a chance right a chance and you just want to put it on the field and if you lose you lose and You move on, you know, and that's where we are in the same. The legends are coming in here. It's their Super Bowl. Right. They get to play a USL championship team on the road. They win. No one's expecting them to win. It's their Super Bowl. We need to make sure that doesn't happen so that we can go have our own Super Bowl.
1: Does the whole thing wrap, though, by the 16th? Because the sixteenth, you got to play Phoenix. No, no, the entire tournament lasts
6: through the end of September, beginning of October.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So you just fit them in where you can get them in. Oh, okay. oh, okay, okay. It's on top of the regular schedule yes. that you play these games. That's right. It, it's, yeah. gotcha.
6: it's very much like a lot of the tournaments that you see over in Europe. That you, you find space if you're playing on the Saturday and a Saturday, plop it in on a Wednesday.
0: So these next two rounds will be over the next two weeks. So if we if we win tonight, we'll be playing in about two weeks. The next game, then there'll be a little bit of a break. Then there'll be another two week spot where they'll have two more games, another break, and then by that point, you're getting down to the final eight in the country. So
1: and strong possibility if you keep collecting them Ws, that you could have upwards of of twenty different guys playing this thing throughout the course of of this this length of time.
6: Yeah, and I would imagine that, you know as we go through you know different levels of opposition, like different importance of the games I would you know some people might say well, all of these games are important sure but you see different players maybe who haven't gotten maybe gotten the opportunity to play as much in the USL championships yeah even. Maybe they'll get some opportunities tonight. Maybe they'll get some opportunities in the next game. It's pretty cool to see. Yeah, we have
0: got Jerome starting tonight. He hasn't he hasn't started <laughs> a game for us. Uh allowed yet. Oh oh no. no yes, no. we broke it. we meant was. We broke it. Well,
6: fans, you heard it here first.
1: Hashtag Pete leaks.
6: but also like
0: I told him about that trade. Pete,
1: Pete, is this also like a little bit of a scouting opportunity for the team too? Do you guys look at talent that comes in and
0: yeah? Like oh, we were watching uh the Open Cup run from 2019 and who did we see when we played Dallas?
6: Uh, we saw Ricardo Peppi. So oh! uh, following, uh, against following him Following the US Men's National Team, at that time he was playing for USL League 1 North Texas, which is a league below us, but he had gotten called up to FC Dallas when we played against them. He recently scored for the US Men's National Team against Mexico. He's now playing for FC Augsburg in Germany. I mean, this is one of the top American talents that there is. And we, and we beat, beat him. him. I'm not yeah, we beat him. <laughs> Just keeping it real.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, the game's tonight uh, over at UNM Field. Uh, give me the details, though. Give me so what's it cost to get in? How early do I need to show up? Give me. Is there fun swag? Is it like? Give me the whole rundown. Yes, Keep...
0: yes, yes, yes. I mean, tickets start as low as about fifteen dollars tonight. Steal. Uh, yeah, for mm-hmm. for great entertainment, and uh, we'll have merch out there. Obviously, all the concessions. It's it's a beautiful night. I mean, it's an eighty degree day, it's gorgeous, and I mean. uh, you know it's Tuesday, so. Only, you know, real ballers go out on Tuesday. We all know that. Like, there's no need to stay in. And the nice thing about soccer, it starts at 730. It's over by about 9, 915, right? There's no – unless we go to over. We actually have overtime and shootouts. So this game has to finish with a winner. No During our regular season, we have ties. Um, so there are no ties. We're going to go – uh, if it's a tie, we have an extra 30-minute period. Uh, at the end of that, if it's still tied, we go to a shootout. And, and at 20, the end of that, we have a win. We had a couple of those on our Oh, way. yeah. We had more than a couple, yeah. Are
1: you boys comfortable? How do you feel about this? Let's bump the commanders talk. Can you hang out for a couple more minutes? Yeah. Because I want to talk about the team as proper. I want to talk about the league. I talk, hey, you guys ain't got no L's. I mean, you guys, <laughs> I mean, you're the biggest deal as far as deals go, in my opinion. And let's make sure we give that the
2: just serving that it does deserve.
1: Robert, you brought a new friend to the show. Yes, I did. Yeah,
2: you t- you brought Capital Construction. Capital Construction, you guys—they are locally owned. Shout out to Dante Padilla. He really wanted to be a part of the show. Two Men On. So that is going to be a new spark. Uh, excuse me, a new sponsor. Not going to be. He already is. So we'll give you more information on Capital Construction going forward from here on out.
1: Love everything about that. When we get back, more soccer talk with Peter Trevisani and my best friend David Carl, who just invited me to his bachelor party. It's Two Men On, ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten. D Sports Animal. This. Oh my God. A Marie is in the production booth. What is going on on the other side of the glass? I can't believe this. A Marie, what are you doing? You running ice tops tonight? Is that what you're doing? Yeah. You're just going to head nod. It's radio, but you're going to head nod. I
3: can't nod. hear
1: him. <laughs> running I'm running ice tops, but I can't hear you. Okay. Just running ice tops. <laughs> We're handing it off at 545 to Josh Shushan and the ice tops. How you boys feeling about the baseball team?
0: Great! Yeah, excited. Yeah, they got some. They got uh, uh, some new players. They got a guy, kid from UNM, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that uh, Peterson kid's gonna be a good story. Love that.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited about it. I'm excited about the strong possibility between Topes Baseball and New Mexico United Soccer uh, being down in Topes Park, the Rio Grande Park every day of the, every day of the summer yep. that's incredible to me
0: so that's what we should do we should use the park which is you know that's the whole point. That's why the city built the park in the first place so we but, could to get used so it's I,
1: great i mean you want to go down my super progressive tail on this whole thing here because i i still fight with people on the street over the stadium thing i
0: don't say <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get make it happen but there's, uh, there's more than one way to skin a cat and we'll we heard what people said and we'll just we'll figure out a way to 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 do it and do it in a way that makes everybody proud.
1: I went to a campaign thing last night for uh, Mo Maestas. Yeah. We were doing a little thing, and that, it's the conversation still. I mean, it, I, I recognize, obviously you vote and you should vote. I mean, that's that's how this yeah, process sure. works. But it's very difficult for me to not just get, like, fired up. Because mm-hmm. I I need a I need a venue in this community that allows number one professional soccer, but number two everything that surrounds that. Right. I need I need for the 30 days a year that you're not playing soccer to have <laughs> 300 days worth of entertainment. Mm-hmm. Like when right.
6: I mean, you're gonna get it. That's that's I think it's the important thing to remember. Like yeah yeah it may have been frustrating to see the the vote go the way it is, but one we see it and we hear it. Two the stadium's gonna happen. It'll just happen in a way to Pete's point. That's a little different than maybe what we originally expected. It'll still be a way that makes New Mexico proud. It'll still be a way that represents New Mexico in the best possible light to the world.
2: So I gotta say this: you guys have the best apparel swag in the city. <laughs> I'm telling you. What you guys don't know is my daughter I have a four year old now. She when she was two, she actually modeled some of the infant infant love that. gear that you guys have. There we go. The and uh, she was online, and and we had people. You know, I have family in California, and then my sister was in Texas. She was like they're doing that in Albuquerque? I was like, yes, quality. (laughs) And I love it because you could see the billboards, you could see the vans, Mm -hmm. you guys are out there. I have to say thank you for that because I am big on apparel, I gotta get a jersey. We gotta get a jersey somehow. See, I to think, pray. We gotta get a jersey.
1: Well, I know Van has a jersey, but I, there are a couple of the boys in the broadcast. Yeah, 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 we
2: need what our we'll names on them. No, we need. Yeah.
6: Well,
1: I want like a cool nickname.
6: Though. Yeah,
2: we gotta do. We'll yeah, I'm not gonna regular. Van. Van
6: got his extra medium We took care of that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, it's the same size as my daughter's. So. Uh-huh. Hey, well, I was gonna
6: say we're, we're actually we're actually in the process right now of looking for some new models. Okay. Oh, um, yeah. come out and update. That'd be great. Yes, have her out there. And think the th-
0: one thing that has changed back in the day: the models had to give back the clothing. And now they get to keep the call. Oh, okay. So, so we've brought, now my daughter wears Chris. a
2: double XL. so if y'all don't know it. Got it.
1: it. Oh, how, far, <laughs> how far out down 40 or 25 is like the first billboard for New Mexico United? Is it, is it like at the, at the, the Texas border. border
0: it is? Pretty close, I yeah.
6: Mean, we've, we've got some pretty far down I-25 and across I-40 as well, and up north as well, and mm-hmm. not just on the highways either. We've, no. got them, we've got them up in the northwest. It's important to us. We're not just Albuquerque United. We're New Mexico well, United. There we and, go.
1: and hear me out on this. We go down, we just buy like a cluster of billboards in a city, I don't know, El Paso. And we put (laughs) them, yeah, we just put them all there. Uh And like, I don't know, maybe there's a team down there, maybe they got a billboard, I don't know. But we put however many they have times two hypothetical. Yeah, hypothetical. I'm just throwing it out there, boys. I mean, you tell me what you want to do, but I'm in on this play.
0: I'll tell you, the best way uh, to beat him is to beat him, which we did this year. Yeah, yeah, the time. First. You there every- we go. Boys, you yeah. don't lose. Your team don't <laughs> lose. I, uh... There's no L in New Mexico. No. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on a shirt. Yes.
1: I love
6: that. Yes. There's a, actually a, a funny thing that's pretty similar to that. So there's a rivalry in our league between Tulsa and Oklahoma City. Teams hate each other. So the supporters group, the fans for Tulsa, you know those? Um, you can buy a street and like adopt a street right. and clean it up. Yeah, They're yeah, The yeah. one right in front of Oklahoma City Stadium, and so there's a sign. Oh, I love, like, oh, yes. Fans, it's mm. it's pretty great. So they go out there once a year and clean it up. Oh, God.
1: get out there with, and put on your team jersey. Obviously, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You do the whole, all the colors. You do the whole thing. Uh, hey, all, all joking aside, and all serious, I mean the boys are playing well. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you got yeah. first year coach, first year operations. You got you guys. You're, you're kind of like. Not in a place where you should be doing as well as you're doing. If you're looking at that on paper, why are these boys doing so well?
0: Well, you know, Zach Prince has been a great coach. He really uh, uh, brought in some players that we felt would thrive in, in our system, and so I think what you see is that we had some a really good group of returning players, and then we we brought some new uh, players in that really could could execute. And so, you know, you see, you know, we just feel a little bit more dangerous, and. Uh, but we're only four games in, and we you know we've got uh, 30 games left in the regular season plus Open Cup, and we need to really uh, you know keep keep it going. So we're uh, cautiously optimistic, but really excited uh, for what we got in the field.
6: And Nico Brett, you know, talking about new players, is second in the league in scoring right now. Oh, he's pretty Port- good. <laughs> Justin Portillo, new player, is first in the league in chances created. You know, we've got guys who are coming in and immediately fitting the system. Not to mention the fact that we have guys who are coming back, like a Harry Schwartz, who already has two goals. Didn't have any all last season. Leads league the and show, drip. Right.
1: Leads the league and drip. Yep. Came yeah. on your <laughs> show.
6: Came on your show. The next day, got his first goal for New Mexico United. How so good uh, a human time. being, uh, Harry, yeah, Harry
0: Swartz. Yeah.
2: What do you say, uh, someone who is kind of skeptical? They don't know the experience. They don't really know the game. How would you get those people to come check out the uh, United?
6: It only takes one try. Right. So just, just, just try it. Just come to a game. One time, yes. I have never in the entire time I've been either working for United or been a fan of United, I've never ever ever heard someone say, "Man, I regret going to that." Right. Just come try it once. I bet you'll come back.
1: I'll tell you what I think is real interesting about the fan experience because I've been—I'm a day oneer. You know, I—I I went to the very first one. I went to the very last one, and the. The evolution of, number one, the fan base from day one to right now. Everyone knows the routine. Everyone knows to show up early. Everyone knows to get through the gate to quit. E- yep, everyone knows what they're going to order at concessions. I know that sounds like a little <laughs> thing, but it's like, it's like you are spending your time in the seats. When you guys kick off, it is everyone's there. The concourse is not where the people are at. And, um, and that's not what it was, day one, year one. But now it is. It's refined. And I'm telling you, it's a it's a unique fan experience and I'm I'm proud to so often be a part of.
0: Yeah, and the, the engagements there, you know, so many times we'll have players from other teams or coaches and they'll come over and they'll be like, Oh my God, you're fans. Mm-hmm. Like they are engaged on they know they're engaged. They're they're watching every play. It's not it's you're not gonna hear people talking to their neighbors during the game. You're gonna hear singing and chanting. Maybe hopefully we scored and you you know, you get some smoke in your eyes and uh that's that's what it's all about. So whether you if you've never been to a soccer game, if you don't really know anything about soccer, you're going to you're still part of the family. And I bet you, you come and you're going to have a great time.
1: Are you guys how's the how's the date game day volunteer stuff going? Are they still coming out in droves? How's that working?
6: Yeah, yeah. So we every single game, you know, we we need game day volunteers, right? It's 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 a big effort to run a stadium, to run a game day. To it's things that you don't even think of, like moving signs. It's things that you don't even think of, like ticket taking, right. giving people wristbands and all that kind of stuff. And and the volunteer program has actually been really great, where people can come to a game, um, they get in for free, obviously, they get a food voucher, um, and then as soon as they're done. They do whatever they want. They can, they can hang out. They can watch the game. So if, if I'm one of the people who is there doing wristbands at the beginning of the game, when the game kicks off, I'm there hanging out enjoying the game. I'm a fan. and I didn't have to pay, and I got free food. It's pretty cool.
1: 16 years or older, is that right? That's right. There, there we go. go. I love everything about it. Uh, all right, boys, we've got a break because we got to grab Josh Shushan, uh, talk ice toast before the game tonight. Anything we missed? Anything we want to make sure we cover before we let you go?
6: Come on out at 730. We're about two hours away from kickoff. Tickets still available.
1: I'm going to walk in at exactly 7.30. i got to go to this KKO beer thing over Marvel, whatever. You know, I'm, a, I'm kind of popular. I'm not trying to be kind like that right now. Yeah, but <laughs> swooping down over. I, I'll Uber, actually. I'm going to Uber over. That's my new plan. Forget swooping, Ubering. There we Let's go.
0: Uber it over. Cheaper than parking.
1: Peter Trevisani, and he brought his sidekick, David Carl. Thank you so very much. Thanks, we get back, Josh Shushan will join us. We're going, talk, uh, well, we're going to talk opening day for the ice They're in Oklahoma City. And uh, it's like this for me. Number one, El Paso. Hate El Paso more than anything okay. in the whole world. Oklahoma City, close second. There we go. I'm going to give it to you and more. Two on 95.9 FM and AM 610. D. It's root, root, root for Joshua. Thank you so very much, Michael Vital. Josh Juhushan joins us on the program. We're talking Isotopes Baseball. Josh, it's opening day. Can you count all of your goosebumps?
4: It would take me a while to count all my goosebumps. <laughs> I can tell you that I woke up about 6 o'clock in the morning, and it took me about 15 minutes to realize where I was. I was very confused for a while. I thought for the longest time that I decided to sleep in the guest room of my house, uh-huh. and then I realized, nope. You're in a hotel in Oklahoma City. That's why things look so weird. And then I realized I got no chance of going back to sleep because I'm pumped. It's opening night. And so I figured, well, might as well go to the hotel gym and burn off some energy.
1: This is how you humble brag on getting a new house here in Albuquerque <laughs> during this market. This is how Josh Shushan puts a little humble brag on because he knows the struggles I've had recently in finding a new home. But excited to learn that you have a guest room in case I ever need it. Josh, talk to me about Ryan Feltner. Talk to me about this squad tonight.
4: Well, Ryan Feltner is the opening night starter.
1: and Oh, that's not tonight?
4: No, 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 tonight. Yeah, he's the opening oh, night starter okay. tonight. He's, he's going to be on the mound. He's starting to stretch and loosen up and all that. And, you know, look, anytime that you're the opening night starter, it's a big deal. It matters, right? Whether it's Little League, whether it's high school, college, low A, high A, double AA, A, triple A, major leagues, when they look at the staff and they say, you're going to start opening night, that matters. And for Ryan Felt in their last year, probably feels like a whirlwind where he began the season in single A, then he gets moved up to double A, and then they said, you're going to get promoted again, and he probably thought he was going to Albuquerque. No, he went straight to the big leagues. And he got humbled, no doubt, and came back to triple A, made one start, and then the season ends. So now he's with us to begin the season. from Ohio State. So, again, any time that a guy goes from single A to the majors in one year means that the Rockies – think that he's got a chance to be really good and I'm curious to see what he can do tonight.
2: So Josh, I have a question. Who will be the fan favorite of the Isotopes this season? Good question.
4: Ooh. Okay, well, last year the guy who was literally voted fan favorite by Isotopes fans was Winton Bernardi, and he's back on the squad again. So, you know, you got to in order to be the man, you got to beat the man. Thank <laughs> you. Thank okay? you. I did that just for <laughs> you, friend.
1: Defending, so, reigning, <laughs> defending. Yes.
4: Now let's see. Now who's gonna? Who's the most likely to give him? Okay, so there's a guy who's batting leadoffs tonight. His name is Tim Lopes. I, I know the name. I know his brother, who also plays professional baseball. Not seen a lot of him. And I was talking to. Um, I mean, name drop here. I was talking to uh, Jordan Pacheco. We both had lunch at the same place today. Smart. And oh. uh, and I said, you know, what should I know about Tim Lopes? Tim and he said he's got. He said, "Plays with an edge. Plays with a chip on his shoulder. He can run. He can hit. He can do it all. He can play infield and play outfield. But he's just a high-energy, high-motor guy." And I feel like fans. Okay, let me turn down the cr- the crowd mic. No, there's I like annoying. the ambiance. Yeah. Keep going. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I think fans are going to like Tim Lopes. I'm excited to watch him play. Anytime a guy plays with a chip on his shoulder, I already like him.
1: The there's to me the and it's a weird statistic, but like every 13-year-old favorites player. That to me is such a vital guy on the team. Yeah, where it's like, oh, like this is the the young player, maybe undersized, mm-hmm. maybe does it with non traditional mechanics, but can find success. And I love when there's a kid that can identify by that player. And and obviously, it's the eye test to see who that is. But but I like those guys that jump off the roster a little bit. Uh, you were telling me, Josh, you were excited about Brett Boswell. Hasn't played a real game since what, 2019.
4: Yeah, you know, 2020, there was no minor league season because of the pandemic. Last year, he had an ankle injury that cost him the entire season. Mm -hmm. The last time that he played a regular season game was September 2nd, 2019. It has been, not that I counted, but it has been 946 days since his last regular season game until tonight.
1: Sounds like a count. I mean, I'm not going to say you did count, but that's so hyper-specific. It seems like you counted it.
4: And and this is a guy who is a prospect. You know, he um, he came up as a second baseman. He's going to be the primary center fielder. He's going to bat all over the lineup tonight. He's batting sixth. But, you know, it's been a long time coming for him. So you think about all the emotions and the goosebumps that you mentioned earlier. Think about the emotions he's feeling. It's, like, been two and a half years since he's played a, a regular season game until today.
1: Oklahoma ready for this tonight? I mean, the, the fans out, they're good to go, they're excited about baseball as we are?
4: Well, a couple of things here about Oklahoma City. Number one, the Thunder, which is less than a mile away, has a home game. It's their home finale, not oh, that the Thunder are going okay. anywhere. Uh, but the combination of Tuesday night in April and the Thunder, there's not a lot of people here right now. Oh. That might change. We're still 26 minutes from first pitch, not a lot of people
1: here right now.
2: Well, it it may be because they don't want to see their home team get beat. That's That's what it it is.
1: That's what I think. I mean, I'm not saying I know that, but (laughs) that's also my inclination. Josh, I mean, how are you going to open the broadcast tonight? You got like a a fun little welcome back to baseball speech prepared? You got like – give me like what – when I tune in at first pitch – Like, what energy are you bringing me?
4: Well, here's the thing. If I tell you that, then it's not going to be any fun when I do it six minutes from now. He's a
1: good broadcaster. (laughs)
4: Like, (laughs) this is, it's called a tease. So, here's the thing. I think, to answer your question, though, opening night is about big picture. It's about feelings. It's about history. It's about emotions. It's not really about specifics. It's just about, it's just something that's inside you, right?
1: But how is that bus ride over?
4: It was long. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, but we had a very good meal at uh, the Big Texan in Amarillo. We ah, 72-ouncer. Yes. There was someone who was attempting the 72-ouncer. Name names. Uh-oh. I, no, <clears throat> it was not a player. It was someone else. <laughs> the players were fascinated to analyze, and when we left, he had about 40 minutes left, and it was not looking good. The, it was not looking good for him to finish in an hour. So
1: I feel like this is one, like, after the season, like, first week of October. Or I know you need a couple weeks to, like, spiral down, but, like, November maybe – But we, I mean, we just take the road trip out there because I think, I mean, I think we could do it. We live stream the whole thing, maybe put a a sponsor on it. I'm seeing, I'm seeing some action here for us.
4: You know that there's a 130 pound woman who did the entire 72 ouncer in less than five minutes.
1: Okay. You just. It says
4: so on the cup that I took home.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. She's
4: 130 pounds and she did the entire 72 ouncer plus all the uh, sides and all that for, it was like four minutes and like 35 seconds. All right, Rob,
1: are you ready for this? What's up? There have been. 86,958 attempts at the 72 ounce stake. Okay. Mm-hmm. 10,053 people have done it successfully. That is a winning percent of 12. Oh, my goodness. That doesn't get you to the major leagues. Yeah. I like this. We're doing this. <laughs> you want to try it. We're 100% doing this. <laughs> Josh, what yes. did we, we miss?
4: What did we miss? You know, um,. It's just fun. You know, um, the guys are in a good mood. Um, even though it was a long bus ride, shout out to John and Isotips Management, for paying for everyone's dinner. Good um, dude, You know, and we were able to watch the national championship game on our phones and laptops and tablets and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, guys are pumped for the season. You know, they're already out in the dugout. They're waiting for introductions. Um, just a lot of smiles on a lot of people's faces. And, um, hey, you know, this is what we wait for. And now it's that time that we get to do what we do. And it's super fun. And um, I'm looking forward to talking to you guys a lot uh, in front of every game. And I'm looking forward to speaking to our audience a lot, 150 times over the next six months.
1: Josh Shushan of the Albuquerque Ice Topes, voice of the aforementioned. We're going to say goodbye to our fans so we can introduce them to yours. Thank you so very much, Josh. My pleasure. Good dude. Yes. I mean, these are and a half shows. You want to do like podcast exclusive stuff or something after this? Like I, I feel like I still got like a lot of uh, yeah. It's,
2: it's like we didn't even
1: get started. So do, uh, Vital is the show started yet? Thank you so very <laughs> Ready much. Ready to go home. <laughs> I nine sports for being a proud sponsor
2: of the program. Robert, anything yes. before we go? I just uh, it was a short but very impactful show. Yeah, um, yeah, man. Go isotopes. BS show is tonight. BS show tonight, eight p.m. Love everything about that. All the craziness. Good job, everyone. GG.